Welcome to ESPN Cricket Post Talk Mike coming to you straight after the end of the Asia Cup final. Like there's not much I can add to this conversation given that I was rostered in at 5 p.m. <laughs> right and I traveled on an expired train pass so I had to like I realized that like about maybe three stations away I got off got a cab by the time I got to office the match was kind of over. So you didn't get caught in the station. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't get caught you in the station. But, uh, but you did something illegal <laughs> on your on your way to work today. Like, you know, our boss is sitting a bit away. He should hear your commitment <laughs> to, to coming to office on an expired train pass. Yeah. <laughs> expired train pass yeah. and with the match already over. And with the match almost like before over, I yes. left, uh, before yeah. I left, I uh, Bumrah had taken the wicket, mm -hmm. right? I'm like, okay, cool. It seems like Sri Lanka will be a little dodgy today, and uh, maybe 200 on the cards, 150 on the cards. By the time I reached my, by the time I realized that I don't have a train ticket, the match was over. I think it might be a good idea for you to stop repeating that you didn't have a train ticket so many times. <laughs> Someone's going to catch him. <laughs> but an online fine is coming, but yeah. But no, that final uh, made up for the rest of the tournament. Because uh, the amount of games that went into overtime, that mm. went into extra days, that just never ended. Just I, think, I think the Asia Cup might have gone on for a few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yes, do, do you remember what you were doing on no, the 29th I, of August? I do, but I'm a bit... This last week has made it up a, a bit more because the matches have been yeah. interesting enough. Yeah. So I've forgotten the I, first. I think the uh, tournament became a lot more palatable after that reserve day was out. Of the yeah, way. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That yeah. Is uh, Pakistan Sri Lanka, mm. India Sri Lanka before that mm. the Super Four game, which actually lasted. Mm. Uh, Pakistan Sri Lanka was mm. a thriller. India Bangladesh for a game that had nothing on the line was quite good a fun. riveting yeah, one. It was good fun. Mm, yeah. uh, the final, well. Uh, <laughs> Shorter than the FIFA World Cup final. Yeah, man. What two hours? We started late, so about 3:40 our uh, time and 5:40 p.m. 6 p.m. Less than 20 overs, right? Crazy. About 21.3 overs is what it lasted. I think there are only two men's ODIs in history that have uh, been shorter. One of them was Nepal USA, uh -huh. which yeah. was 104 balls, and uh, Sri Lanka themselves had done this to Zimbabwe hmm. back in the game with Chaminda Vas, eight for 19. That game ended in 20 overs. Wow. Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know. I mean, yeah, yes, it's a great performance, but at the end of the day, it's a final and you saw, I mean, th th there is a train of thought that would suggest that this has not been a great final. If there is such, and I don't know if you all agree or disagree, but I don't think it is. I think I would rather see a performance like this by a Mohamed Siraj who was yeah. absolutely sensational. I would take this along with taking a thrilling match. I mean, it may have been as one-sided as it gets, but Siraj really... The way he was bowling, man. Yes, I know Kostub missed a lot of it. But I, I have to uh, take a word for it. I, just, yeah. I, I watched the, re yeah. I watched the replays afterwards. So I, I mean, don't know what it was you're like. Sitting in the star offices, I hope you have Hotstar downloaded <laughs> on 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 your phone. <laughs> Clearly, he doesn't. But uh, no, it was just damn good. Yeah, the way he was. What do you say after the after his innings? That I wanted to make the batters play. That was yeah. his mantra the entire time. Superb. Like and the just to show how like uh, I would say not starstruck but just how quickly all of this happened. No intros have happened so far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh, Karthik, a familiar voice, has been a part of the pod for a long time. We have Yash joining us, and uh, he has an extra smile today because it's his birthday. Oh yes, which means he, we get to celebrate it, given yeah. that the match has ended so quickly. Uh, uh, of you just entered an hour ago, so I'm not sure <laughs> if you should be leaving office that yeah. soon. <laughs> Among other things, that <laughs> yeah. I, I'll be sitting in to edit this, so like I I, I, mm -hmm. I will be talking in the hours. That's not going to be a problem. 
so Siraj had also said that uh, he had missed out on a Fifa. Yeah. Like, I think what in the Trivandrum, Sri Lanka in January, the, the yeah. Trivandrum game, right? Yeah. And uh, I think Rohit Sharma was asked in that match about like, did you know that he was looking for a fi- for a five wicket haul and he's going to set a record? And Rohit Sharma said, no, 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 we don't play for records. It's not a. <laughs> yes, just can't hide his laughter at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it felt good to see that uh, not only Siraj did well, but all the replays I saw that 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 one over changed everything. Basically, I mean, Siraj right? didn't give Rohit the chance to take him out of the attack. He gave him over with 4 wickets. And that one over, it, it's going to be amazing because uh, a bowler has taken 4 wickets in an over. It's the first time it's happened for India mm. in men's internationals across formats. And yet, I think the lasting memory, and this is us updating you, Gustav, will be the one that will not make most highlights reels. Because apart from those 4 wicket balls, his hat-trick ball uh, saw Mohamed Siraj run all the way to the long on boundary and I think that will be one of the lasting images yeah. of this Asia Cup. A bowler on a hat-trick having already taken three wickets in that over, uh, sees the ball played, realises there's no fielder there. Ishan Kishan starts running from, I think it was uh, mm-hmm. almost like a forward square. True. Uh, yeah. And uh, Mohamed Siraj, no. He says, I will not lose a race to Ishan Kishan. <laughs> he reaches the boundary, f- I mean the ball reaches the boundary first but Mohamed Siraj reaches it with it. And I thought that might be the end of his over as far as effective balls are concerned <laughs> because what have you done? You are bowling a full steam over and you've decided to run the length of the ground. But then what was it? Next ball? Next ball. Oh, the last wicket. ball of the yeah, over. Yeah, another, next, wicket, yeah, another wicket, which was the yeah. real cocker. Superb. Who Sir. are the others who have taken uh, Malinga? Four in an over? Malinga has taken four in four balls, okay. but they were split, split across, across two across. overs. This is the oh. South Africa game. The South okay. Africa okay. game. Yeah. So last two and then first two. Yeah, I think ODI is uh, from the time we've been recording mm. our ball by ball data, which is sometime in 2001. There's Chaminda Was who did it mm. in the first over of a World Cup game, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, 2003. Later that year, Mohammed Sami did it ah. uh, for Pakistan against New Zealand in Lahore. Nice. And a little more recently, the only spinner on this list, Adil Rashid, did it in a crazy ODI between West Indies and England uh, just before Rashid. the 2019 what? World Cup. This That's is a game where England made 418 and West Indies were actually gunning it down. <laughs> <laughs> they were some 370 for 6. Wow. We're into the last few overs and then Adil Rashid took 4 and an over. West Indies eventually 389 all out. Mm. Yeah. Like, Siraj is his vibes. Mm. Like, you, uh, you a lot of play? quality bowling. No. <laughs> along with. No, the thing is, the, the reason I say it's, it's just vibes is when you watch him bowl, he, you, you can see it in his action, in mm-hmm. the way he approaches it and the way he reacts after every ball that he believes every ball is a wicket-taking ball. Right? And today, yeah. at... Like it's just all the stars have aligned. I have not seen a clinical bowling performance from India like this in a very long time, or at least in recent memory, right? Where fifty all out is incredible. That's right? That too in yeah. a tournament final yeah. where everything is on the line. Sri Lanka are the mercurial side. Fidel had written a piece saying. You can't saying, take that tag away from Pakistan like that. You, okay. you can't yeah, do yeah. that. There's different Fidel's piece that mm-hmm. went up before uh, the final today, right? Where uh, he compared uh, India to. A cutting-edge, state-of-the-art Japanese knife with proper that is crafted uh, with yeah. proper precision. I, I read that intro. I couldn't read more. I didn't. And I thought I was on the wrong page. <laughs> honestly, sorry, Fidel. But so, <laughs> so he basically compared like India's uh, approach to cricket as clinical and Sri Lanka's approach mm. to cricket as just chaotic, absolute chaos, right? And they pushed India in the previous game. Mm. The previous game came down to maybe a couple of. Odd wickets yeah, from b- b- Before Yash gets in on this, I've always had a problem with this. The previous game was close. It wasn't. India won by 40 plus runs. 
in a 200 odd small score that's not close this is, this, is, think, uh, this is you reading the scorecard and being no, like yeah no, it no, was this was not close we, okay, we, we watched the match yeah yeah, yeah but we, it, it was fine this. it was fine I mean, for velalage i don't think it was as close as you know the last four fell in a heap it did it so till then ranjeet silver and velalage were batting together the one who took out no i think it was hardik hardik yeah that was ranjeet went for that swipe yes yes and till that point with I think they lost the last four mm. for less ten, than 10 runs. Correct. So you've come to within 50 runs mm. of victory and two set batters. Four wickets so in it hand. So mm. it was at that point quite a contest. Kuldeep ran through the tail, mm. but uh, it was quite a contest. Today wasn't. <laughs> no, but Sri Lanka, you have to look at this tournament. As much as this blowout in the final will obviously you know, be highlighted. And they've had a couple of bad blowouts against India itself this year. The Siraj game that we spoke about earlier was the last game of that series. which resulted in the biggest win margin oh in this oh yes okay india made 390 sri yes. lanka was 73 all out so 317 runs uh, but in the middle of that this asia cup they have effectively gone without a bowling attack they the first on the eve attack, of the tournament yeah. they didn't have their four first choice four of their five first choice bowlers mm. mahesh tikshana was the only one who you would slot in sri lanka's strongest 11 at the start of the tournament who was available and then come the final he wasn't available wasn't, either yeah Uh, so with that having overcome the likes of bangladesh pakistan pushed india in the super fours I, i wish there was a bit more in the final because this kind of a score line often yeah. will be the only lasting memory whereas for sri lanka this was a tournament that gave them would, so would much would you to put velalage in the world cup squad in sri lanka in the cup? squad for sure in the squad for sure I do I do think with mm. all their bowlers available it's tough for him to be in the 11 mm. because you can't not have Hasaranga, Hasaranga and, and yes. uh, Tikshana yeah. but and, I mean injury status unknown for yeah, both of them assuming yeah. everyone's fit you have to have those two you have to have your two out and out seamers Dasun Shanaka as the third seamer mm. at the moment Velalage the place he ch- he can genuinely challenge the most I would believe is Shanaka's captain's place because Shanaka's batting has been a problem but then shanaka is their only hmm. third choice if sri lanka are fielding that sort of team with hasaranga and tikshana uh, and daranjay de silva and asalanka to give you spin dasun shanaka is your only third seam seamer and he's also it's been it's ignored because he hasn't been making the runs but actually when it comes to death overs batting he's the only one actually properly suited to teeing yeah. off because yeah. daranjay de silva bats 6 he's not much of yeah. a hitter we've seen through the asia cup that his numbers at number 6 aren't exactly hmm. Uh, the most exciting so dasun shanaka also can't be dropped he's also captain he's yeah. also captain small yeah. matter yeah. so velalage in the squad for sure uh, maybe in some games if you're playing and i think sri lanka have a couple of games in delhi so you put him in there you might have yeah. the option yeah and who knows with this injury i mean he might actually give them an option instead of shanaka uh, if dananjay de silva's batting form mm. doesn't improve then that's one way of looking at it that <laughs> seems like a solid batter is velalage Exactly. Like he can easily slot Because in a six or seven. Because imagine a team yeah. where six, seven, eight, nine yeah. is or six, seven, eight, eight is yeah. Shanaka, Velalage, Hasaranga. You take that. Yeah, it's good. Give, like, given how we have already now, I was going to go team by team, right? Mm-hmm. We'll discuss India and then Sri Lanka and then maybe we move into Pakistan. But since Sri Lanka already covered this point, like, sure. I think India will come away from this Asia Cup with maybe nine out of ten. given the only reason i don't give that one is because yes air has, has missed out on the yeah. tournament yeah. right everything else has been ticked every single thing siraj is well like i don't need to say anything further uh, i think he's the uh, highest ranked bowler for india at this point in uh, the icc rankings bumrah is it, it's like he was wasn't even injured mm. right uh, kuldeep has come back properly 
the batting has fired. Hardik comes in, bowls tough overs. We had said this last time as well. The batting has somehow come together as well. The only that's the thing. It's a nine on ten for me for India at this point, or what ten on eleven. Shreyas Iyer being if he gets fit, who uh, takes his place in the next come in the in upcoming games because you you can't look away from the fact that this is India's first title since 2018 mm-hmm. in the multi nation again the uh, Asia Cup no we won yeah, it yeah uh, the Asia Cup Asia under Rohit Sharma under again under Rohit Sharma right standing in for Virat Kohli yeah. in that tournament. yeah so yeah. a lot of things have come together adds Raj's vibes with the overall vibes of the team and like you can't not think going into uh, the Australia games coming in just before the World Cup that How do you fit Shreyas Iyer in all yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, uh, peop- I would assume people rest in that. Yeah, series. I, th- mm. I, I do think the Australia series will be a series where your first choice eleven does not play a lot of games together. Maybe not even any games together. You said Shreyas Iyer. I'll say one more because he did get one game. Surya Kumar Yadav has another addition to his list of ODI tryouts, which are not going well hmm. because he had the chance in that Bangladesh game. I know it was only one game, but it was uh, not a high target. It was an opportunity to bat long, bat at number six, and it's not just that he didn't bat long. The 34 ball stay, making 26 runs, the amount he struggled against Shakib Al Hasan. Mm, wow, that was really worrying. So to me, it's two things: it's Shreyas not getting any game time, and this. Your Add point uh, on Jadeja to that as well. Uh, Are you okay with uh, Jadeja's batting is a. More longer-term issue. Mm. He's not uh, been in form for a while, right? Like you look uh, at since 2022. Mm. I know he's played very stop-start ODI mm. cricket, mm. but you play in a role where number seven, a lot of things can be given. Mm. You know, I won't read much into averages. <clears throat> wouldn't read much into overall scores because a lot of times you're not getting a lot of time. But one thing has to be a bare minimum constant, which is a strike rate. And here's the problem: since 2022, in 11 or 12 ODI innings, Ravindra Jadeja has a batting strike rate of 58. That's that's the lowest for any batter in the top ten teams, that's, that's regardless bad, of roles. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a bit of a problem. I would so if there's a so that's three. That's that's, that's, that's or, or let's say two and a half. Yeah, because Jadeja's yeah. bowling. But and but, but then when we're yeah. saying three, we're not talking. Oh, except Jadeja, none of the other two necessarily have to be in the eleven. What Fair. I mean, like one is Shreyas Iyer, who a lot of people assume has lost a spot to Ishan Kishan, fit or not. Ishan Kishan plays at five, KL Rahul bats at four. So. It, it is it possible, is but from the Australia uh, series perspective, uh, as long as he's fit, Shreyas Iyer needs to play all three games. Mm. And ideally, th- which is why I see like maybe Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli not being part of the series, because it's even more important for him to actually get a lot of time in the mm. middle, not just playing. So if uh, Rohit and Kohli aren't there, there's the option of playing Shreyas at three. Uh, you continue to give games to KL and Kishan. Maybe not every game. One of them sits out one of the games so that they are batting, and then Surya Kumar Yadav at number six, so that all these guys, essentially between these four, yeah. are your two numbers four and five. So give them as much of those games. Yeah. If Aksar Patel's fitness is an issue, Washington Sundar getting games in that series becomes imperative for India. Like or whoever they see as the third spinner. Like you brought up Washington Sundar, right? Like three days ago, you had uh, Shahnawaz Dahani who was flown in and uh, had to promptly fly back given that Pakistan was knocked out. Uh, Washington Sundar gets like one step ahead where he flies in just to get the best seats to watch Siraj destroy yeah. the stumps yeah. multiple times. Yeah, I mean he gets an ODI cap. Yeah. So. He gets an ODI cap. Gets so he's ODI going cap. back with a ba- heavier bag. There'll, there'll be he gets an ODI cap. Cash prize. A There's a medal. So yeah. he's going. Uh, far better than the mood the Hani would have been in while while going back. I was just thinking today when chasing fifty one was it? Rohit sent out Ishan and Shubman Gill. Are we looking at India's ODI openers for the next ten years? The two of them is that 
what we could we will glimpse into the future ooh that's a is is what i thought the thought that crossed my mind that this cuz rohit is 36 so yeah you'd mm. imagine if you had to pick a team right now post rohit mm. and kohli these would be the this would be the two yeah this is kind of like how uh, in the asia cup we, in the previous asia cup the 2018 one right which india won we got a glimpse of what a proper rohit sharma captaincy mm-hmm. tenure could look like and maybe this is that kind yeah. of foreshadowing where kartik has not predicted the future and uh, maybe he already knows who is winning the world cup but uh, getting into that right i think there is a lot of <laughs> lot any more podcast for uh, predictions but like uh, spoiler not india according to me <laughs> not india <laughs> because that's why getting into that mm. uh, on the spot right uh, like when we had vishal and george over the main consensus was india need to put together a team uh, that can beat england on their best day right that is the only way india can contend to win a world cup forget the semi finals forget mm. the finals if india run into england at either point they have to figure out how to beat england at their own game given all that we have seen so far Uh, we have been following. I have actually off air heard Yash's opinion on England, so I'll <laughs> defer this to to him. <laughs> Put this question to him: India versus England, what is? No, see, the, the, the broader context is uh, we have seen, or uh, we have watched a couple of games. Now, England had a, a four-match ODI series. I don't know why they had yeah. a four-match series, no. but they easily gone to five. Uh, Australia are currently playing at as a time as a time of us recording their fifth match, mm-hmm. Johannesburg against South Africa. Uh, what before this week, I would say what was going for India is every other. Full nation team is still trying to figure out what ODIs are like after years and years and years of playing T20 cricket, yeah. or after subjecting us to T20 cricket. We do not know how to sit through a three and a half hour innings. Yeah. Now that is done, our muscles are like in place. Australia is still figuring that out to a certain to a certain degree. Like there's a lot of randomness happening mm. in the series. England have figured it out so far, mm. right? Given even despite the less playing time, given the fact that there are not that many ODIs happening, I would say England are still very, very, very strong. my question to that would be have they really figured it out because i don't know if they're sure what their bowling mix is the the benefit with their squad for the world cup is that they just have a lot of bowling options yeah. so there's a lot of combinations to play around with but as we have seen with a lot of teams india most notably if you at times when you have too many options you yourself might not know and i'm not so sure england themselves know what their best bowling mix is because there's always some sort of a question right if we go all pace we keep a top layer word but then we want a sam curran we want a sam curran for his because of the batting depth he brings or if we play both curran and wokes that's great for our batting depth wokes gives you some with the new ball but how effective is wokes with the new ball in india mm. how much but, spin would you need yeah you mm. got adil rashid obviously playing and you'd imagine their best batting mix has both moin and liam livingston, livingston. so then your spin bases are covered there Uh, but what pace complement do you go with so i feel like with their bowling there are way too many questions with the batting i just feel like and we discussed this during the asia cup that it was it was odd it was almost a throwback asia cup in that you saw 250 260 odis regularly after a while and that might be an indicator to the world cup as well i know there will be high scoring games in a world cup in india they're saying towards the business end of the tournament as the later on plus hmm. also some of the venues, the venues. Uh, hmm. till the time we don't know what pitch is there in lucknow and we have to go by the last pitch we saw in lucknow that does not lend itself to a high scoring odi uh, delhi traditionally doesn't lend itself to high scoring odis uh, there will be other venues where you don't often see high scoring hmm. odis are england really cut out to play that odi 
that to me is going to be a challenge because of just the kind of ODI cricket their batters have got used to playing. Where you kind of have to bat four times if I, it makes I, any sense. The way, the way I would look at it is, uh, again talking about the broader uh, way India are approaching ODIs at this point. Uh, not not just approaching ODIs, but approaching tournaments at this point. Uh, There's a level of fearlessness that you need to see. I know it is odd to assume that India are going to be semi-finalists, but mm -hmm. say India do get there, right? Which seems like they are going to get there, right? Yeah. You need to play a brand of very fearless cricket, which England have. So but I would add to that, a way you can play that kind of game is seeing games like today where your bowling attack is so confident and so I would say in rhythm and taking on people so well that you need more of these 50 all outs, 70 all outs, 80 yeah, all outs. Where is the Sri right. Lankan batting lineup, the English batting lineup, two completely different beasts. Mm. I'm uh, saying getting into the tournament, by the time you're three, it's one, by the time you're three, four matches in, if India's bowling steps up like it did today, it will lend itself to the fearlessness that we want. Correct. The, the thing is, if you want that fear, it is so linked. The, the kind of confidence or fearlessness, or whatever word we give it, you enter the knockout stage is so dependent on what happens over 9 months and 40 days. 40 days is a long time, right? England, through that last ODI World Cup that they won, uh, there was a time about 30 days into that World Cup when there was a good chance they wouldn't make it to the, the Sri Lanka But game then, yeah, yeah, they lost to Sri Lanka, they got hammered by Australia. Mm. But then came that run, right? They got the win against New Zealand. They beat India convincingly uh, in Birmingham. And all of a sudden, you enter the semi-final and you just blow Australia away. I don't think yeah. England have had a more dominating win over Australia across formats, uh, right? And then that just changes uh, the trajectory of the tournament. So it will really depend on what happens through those nine games, such a long stage. Who knows with your travel, with players coming back from injury, do you even have the same squad by the time you get there? But if I have to circle back to your original question, despite how good India have been at the Asia Cup, and despite what to me, I have real doubts about whether England can carry out that cricket at this World Cup in certain conditions. I would still say if your question is can India beat England on their best day? I don't think so. Mm. No, so like there are still some uh, like head to head it's still going to be yeah, because England, yeah, India are making the semi-finals only. Like we'll, yeah, we'll have time for these predictions. <laughs> it's about the ceiling. Yeah. Fair enough, ceiling yeah. is Much 350. Right. So if you're saying England's best day that to me means 370, 380 and I don't think India are there yet. Fair enough. So before we wrap up mm. this discussion, right, just a word about Pakistan. Oh, uh, <laughs> right. It's what a mess. What an absolute mess. It just fell apart towards the uh, towards the end of it. Yeah, and, uh, and these there are these are signs, no, Kosto, when you start hearing dressing room stories, when you start getting these leaks or these gossips on social media about what is said by Babur, what was said by Shaheen, all conjecture, of course. We don't know. We don't know the truth, but these are signs that a team is not in. Uh, not in the best shape. I mean, but this is Pakistan. I would expect them to come back bouncing. Naseem is a is a miss, but I would expect them to come back fighting at least during during the World Cup. We're going to get some fun ODIs from them, if nothing else. Yes, yeah, so at the start of the Asia Cup, uh, we were doing a lot of Hindi shows together, Karthik and I, and uh, I stuck my neck out and said Pakistan are favourites to me, just because of how settled their team was, and we saw Pakistan combust by the end of the tournament. Uh, in a weird way. Pakistan, with all this happening, enter this World Cup in the way which is best for Pakistan. Mm. Because when are Pakistan at their most dangerous? Call when no one expects them to do anything. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, plays into their hands. Naseem will be a big miss, but uh, I think I will. you can only definitively 
put them a few notches lower if both Naseem and Haris are missing. Mm -hmm. I think if you have Shaheen and Haris and you get a third seamer, there is still that. Uh, their problem is that new problems were discovered. Uh, I, I think, I think Uruj Mumtaz uh, said it perfectly on one of our review shows where she said that you know Pakistan entered this Asia Cup with a couple of boxes to check for their World Cup preps. Those boxes actually got checked, but a lot of the checked boxes have got unchecked. Yeah. <laughs> Your top order is now not batting. Yeah. And uh, Babar had low scores. Babar had one score against Nepal and then nothing else. Uh, Fakhar Zaman uh, got back into the side because Imam Ulaq fell sick. On the on the afternoon. Whatever happened in yeah. that game. Imam Ulaq had only one knock of note. I think Rizwan is the biggest positive. Rizwan's run, yeah. yeah. They, their runs. middle order was their concern. Batting. Rizwan yeah. made runs. Aga Salman was decent this and Iftikhar mm. Ahmed was of brilliant. Course. And Iftikhar Ahmed has uh, shown them a bowler. Hmm. So uh, that's worked out. I think as long as two of those three seamers are available, Shaheen and Haris, uh, they are still potent. Spinner as well. Uh, I don't understand how Shadab has forgotten how to bowl suddenly. Or maybe it's again cracking the ODI code. He was, he was, right? yeah. he's always he was been better in T20s. T20, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, the ODI is tough, yeah. 10 overs. He People figure you out, they can wait you out. Yeah, it's it's, it's a bit spell. tough. Yeah. yeah. So. I guess that's about it. Mm -hmm. uh, we have discussed everything under the sun. As we, I think this podcast is longer than Sri Lanka's innings at this point. Uh, <laughs> like we have discussed everything under the sun that we can. Oh the man! You realize you're doing this to us at the end of the Asia Cup. Can you let us go now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You can celebrate a birthday in peace. With that, uh, thank you so much for joining uh, ESPN Cricket for Stump Mike. Thank uh, you, Kosto. It's been thank fun. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Hopefully, you don't just call me on your show when it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wanted one year. Don't worry. Thank you.